0: and welcome to another exciting episode of the big data show I'm super excited about this episode to have my dear friend Jonathan Fitzgerald thank you uh, he's a veteran in the real estate world in the state of Florida he's got a lot of great insight and uh, really excited to uh, to share with you guys just some tips and tricks and uh, you know things that he's learned along the way that you know a lot of people wonder but just don't typically know so Fitz, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Nate. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, uh, Fitz, give us a little bit about your background. Like, what what makes Fitz cool? Like, uh, how long you been doing this exactly? How'd you get started? Well,
1: um, I'm going to start with the blue eyes. That makes me cool, right? And a blue shirt.
0: <laughs> they are dreamy. They um, are dreamy.
1: The beard also pretty fashionable. I, I can um, no, uh No, so I'm I'm a, I'm a Florida native. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in Pennsylvania, but then I've been back in Florida ever since, and uh, so that was cool. Got to see different climate, different regions, Uh, but I love Florida, you know, and so that's why I made my way back here. Uh, Been in real estate for 15 years, Um, traveled all around the state of Florida, and yeah, I love it. Beaches and good weather and... Theme parks and springs—it's yeah. a great place to be. I mean, it's a little
0: hot for me in the summertime, but I'll stick around it's a little just hot just because inside. you're here. Just because you're here. Thank you. So um, <laughs> I guess uh, let's let's start diving right in, Fitz. Yep. Um, I want to ask some of the like just hard questions, you know, that sure. people typically you know just want to know. So let's take like first-time home buyers as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say you know you're a renter. Let's say you've got decent credit. You don't have a big down payment. Like, a lot of people think that a down payment's really high and it's daunting for them, which will scare them away from even exploring those opportunities. So, can you speak to that for us? Like, what does that really look like? How much do you really need? Yeah,
1: no, I can. Uh, So, to your point, you know, Canada is 20% down if you're going to buy a home. Uh, We are very fortunate here in, in Florida, in the U.S., you can buy a home for three percent down, three and a half percent down. If you're a veteran, maybe zero percent down. If you're in a rural area, also zero percent down. Uh, so there's a lot of different programs that I think just a lot of people just don't know about. You know, they think it's an insurmountable um, journey to to find a house, and it really isn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess most people expect they'd have to, you know. Come up with like a twenty percent down payment yeah. on the total, you know, value of the home. Yeah, um, that's not the case. If you said three percent, you mentioned some case. programs. What do those programs look like, and how does that work? So,
1: uh, the one that a lot of first-time home buyers will use, it's FHA program. It's been around for quite a while. And it's really to protect the first-time homebuyer. Um, there's going to be a little bit more stringent appraisal, inspection, things that go into it to make sure this person getting into buying a piece of real estate is going to be able to handle that. And they're going to be okay. So that's your FHA. That's 3.5%. Um, obviously, you can put more than that down. You can put 5, 10, 20. <laughs> you could pay cash. But 3.5% is kind of the, the entry point.
0: Okay. Being somewhat familiar with this, um, I know there's some additional costs that get accrued on top of that, like three to three and a half percent. So like, what does that look like? What does it end up averaging overall? So like, you know, for our viewers that are really interested in buying a home for the first time, you know, let's say they want to buy a home for... $250,000, $500,000, you know, like, is it 3.5%? Is it, like, what does it end up being?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that is a great question, right? There's always fees, there's always something else, you know, nothing is ever completely just straightforward and cut and dry. There's always more to it. And so that's, you know, having a professional on your side helps guide you through that and make sure you're not paying unnecessary fees as well. So you're going to have to pay three and a half percent. That's going to go towards your principal, towards your purchase price. Mm -hmm. But then you're going to have to prepay taxes, prepay insurance. You're going to have some settlement charges, some other fees that go in there as well. Those are normally going to be somewhere in the area of two to two and a half percent. So you're looking at maybe a total win of five to five and a half percent, Of the purchase price. However, even with that, it's always unique. You could go in, you can negotiate closing costs. There are other programs right now, Hometown Heroes, where if you're nurse or doctor or EMT, something of this nature, you can actually have, the state of Florida is actually sponsoring that money that goes towards your down payment. So essentially, you can buy a house right now for three and a half percent down. You don't have to worry about the other costs.
0: Interesting. So like, I mean, you mentioned a few um, of those sort of job titles Mm -hmm. is that, you know, sort of government-type jobs? Um,
1: they're, consider- across- they're considered hometown heroes, you know, so they're uh, uh, like a first responder or somebody who's going to work in the medical field, something of that nature, police officer, firefighter, got it, somebody got of it, that got nature. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So, um, All right. right, so I guess uh, my next question for you would be, in this market today because I know this is what everybody's question is this is what like everybody's always nervous about it's just like is it the right time to buy is it yeah. not the right time to buy yeah. like what's your opinion on that i mean I, it's always the great time to buy i mean right i mean it always is it depends
1: on what you're buying though right so sure. if you're if you're going after something that you know is next to an industrial site and you're buying a single family home maybe that's not the best investment you know if you're going to buy something that just You're overpaying for it and needs a ton of repairs or there's a sinkhole in the backyard. And these are obvious statements I know that I'm making. But the point is, in doing this for 15 years, every single year, probably once or twice a week, I always have somebody ask me, is it a good time to buy it? And that's just a a good conversation. Everybody's curious, right? So I think as long as you go in and you understand what you're buying, you do your due diligence, you have a professional on your side to walk you through it, it's a good time to buy. Absolutely.
0: Right on. Okay, cool. So like, uh, let's talk, you know, whether or not it's, you know, like a HOA play, you know, if it's like a multifamily dwelling unit, like a condo that you want versus a single family dwelling unit, like just a house that you want. Um, what is easier for a first time home buyer to get into? And like, what does that process look like?
1: Yeah. Single family is always going to be the easiest, you know, because a lot of these loans, they're packaged and they're sold on Wall Street, right? And so if they can have something in line that fits a certain, you know, uniform kind of standard checklist, that's easier for them to resell that. So a single family house, first time home buyer, somebody with a credit score of at least 600 or higher.
0: That was going to be my next question. There you go. That was going to be my next question. So like uh, on the credit score side, you know, I mean, you do a lot of these transactions. Do a lot. So, you know, What do you typically see on the low that gets approved? Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, does that require a higher down payment? Like, what does that, you know, fluctuation look like? Yeah, so, I mean, if you're going with a traditional
1: bank, they're normally going to want you to have 620, 640, 650 credit score. If you're going to go with a mortgage broker, they have a lot of other lines that are not common to... You know, people like you and I that we would never know about, but these are large institutions that invest in real estate and finance. So if you go with one of them, I've seen five twenty, I think, is the lowest credit score. Obviously, the lower the credit score, the higher the interest rate. The sure. higher the credit score, the lower the interest rate. So
0: Yeah, it's like buying anything. Like buying anything. a car. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's that's the haggle. Yeah. And uh, that's the uphill battle, I guess I should say. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of really cool technologies that are coming out, you know. So, like, I guess with the rise of virtual reality, Mm -hmm. um, do you think we'll start seeing people buying homes without ever leaving their couches? And, you know, will the home process now come with a mandatory vr headset like yeah. what do you think the future of <laughs> yeah. the industry looks like yeah
1: yeah i like that idea and i love technology i love technology and real estate uh just in the world in general but yeah we're seeing a lot of things right now go go virtual right so the vr headset. I know personally when i meet with somebody and i'm going to sell their home we come in we do a complete 3d walkthrough tour um so you could be on your couch in california or you could be at the beach and you can literally walk through this house you can see all around it's like you're in the house you know Mm -hmm.
0: from, from your couch which is pretty amazing so like um have you had any experience having to transact that way yet? Or is that still kind of like a little out there, um, still futuristic? Like, does that make your job more difficult if you don't have your, you know, your fits for you charm in person? Gotta have that. a smile, you know, like what, what does that differential look like?
1: So, I mean, I think maybe there's two questions there if I understood you correctly. So I would say the first one is, I've, I've worked with investors, first-time home buyers, not so much because it's a whole learning process, but investors definitely who would come in and they would buy a house sight unseen. And part of this is they feel comfortable, they're working with a professional, they know we're going to get the inspections done, we're going to get insurance in place, title in place, and it's, it's as if they can walk through and see the property. They can walk around, we have the drone shots, they can use Google Earth, so they feel a level of comfort
0: that we can check the boxes and they say, yeah, this is a great deal, let's do it. Hmm. Interesting. So, I mean, and I guess uh just mentioned, you know, investors, when it comes down to that, you know, let's say even if it's just a home you're going to live in, mm-hmm. or if you know, you're a true real estate investor that, you know, owns two, three, four, five plus properties, 40, 50, right. um, you know, what, what is your experience in engaging, whether or not, it's an up and coming area like how do you Mm. sort of measure and find out like whether or not you know it's uh the neighborhood's going down or it's gonna appreciate is am i gonna appreciate on my home value or am i gonna depreciate how like predictable is that you know considering the world we live in now
1: yeah is this a bad investment nobody wants a bad investment right
0: you're you're tying up a lot of money, you know, essentially.
1: So we look at some market indicators. We look at uh, absorption rate. So we see how many homes are on the market, how many homes are being sold per month. We look at the inventory. We look at the price points. Uh, are they increasing? Are they decreasing? We also look at city planning, you know, in local municipalities. So uh, most cities are going to publish what their ideas are for this town, the city, this area, this district for the next three, five, seven, ten 10 years. So we can really dive in and get... Really a good feel as far as what's going on. We check crime as well. You check schools, you know. So uh, depending on what the person's really priority is, uh, we'll really dive into that. But we look at all these factors really on every every transaction to make sure the customer that we're working with is
0: educated. Right. And, you know, I, I guess that's really where you know your charm comes in that's oh, where sure your that. that's where your personality <laughs> comes in and that's where you really care about yeah. you know your customers yeah so that you can ask them the right questions get to know them and make sure that they're going to find a happy home that makes sense for them so it's really quite the q a um dance right it, it it really is you know um
1: we were talking the other day and i've gone through using online forms to using paper forms to doing this I really enjoy just meeting with somebody now, understanding what's important to them, what makes them tick, do they like to go on bike trails, do they like to go on the chain of lakes, they have to be at the airport, you know, what's important for them. And then we just have a conversation. We sit down, we talk, I take notes, kind of compared if you're going to see your doctor, right? And you're going there and you're saying, Doc, this is what I need to do. Here's what's happening. I listen. I have the knowledge, have the
0: experience, take the notes, and then we put together a plan, make it happen. Interesting. And speaking of doctors, I mean, that can kind of be sort of like a... um you know look under the hood sort of you know uh, i guess uncomfortable situation for some buyers you know so for them to reveal their finances or like disclose their credit score you know you sure. like you know uh, sure. as long as i've known you you've always made people feel very comfortable and you know just I'll try just Thank really you. solve their problem you know right. so so like uh, i think I think that's a very important aspect of virtual versus in person, yeah. Um, for for you, so um, leads me to my next question. Next question is, you know, you've got houses that you know year home built, um, you know, um, forever ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of upkeep that comes into that, uh, and then now you've got you know with technology, these homes that are 3D printed. You know, which is pretty, pretty cool. cool. So, <laughs> like, you know, like, what's your take on that? And how far away do you think we are from that? Where do you think the real need is for 3D printed homes versus, you know, a neighborhood that's just got a bunch of dilapidated homes?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting question. So, like you said, 3D printing, it's already happening. It's already in place. Uh, we see it a lot in Africa. We see it a lot in South America, especially areas there where maybe materials are harder to come by. Um, and maybe you're building a, you know, housing for 30, 60, hundred people or more, uh, you can come in and use the 3d printing technology Mm -hmm. and in a very short amount of time, basically have a a small community, you know, that works. So I think it's neat. I think there's still some drawbacks as far as design type of materials, other things, but you know. We'll work through that you know it's it's one of those things it's it's still relatively new so it'll work out the kinks
0: yeah what's what's really interesting to me about like uh the 3 d printed style homes is really the sustainability and the way they yeah. they, they they manufacture them so sure. like you know let's say you know you're in uh it's sort of like a disaster relief prone area mm-hmm. you know like uh you get pounded by hurricanes or you know they're they're manufacturing homes that could sustain you know tornadoes yeah or hurricanes or you know what have you so solid so just build building out those villages are you seeing a lot of those communities pop up um or is that still kind of far away as well yeah
1: i'm not seeing it a whole lot here in the u.s i mean it is happening to some degree uh but i couldn't point out to you you know in orlando there's a neighborhood that's 3d printed homes you know and there's a developer that's building 150 homes i don't know of anything like that around here yet uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's on its way. I'm sure it'll be here. And I know across the U S there
0: are areas where you can, you know, where you can go visit and that's happening. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And then like, uh, there's also companies, uh, you know, I pay attention to, like there's a company out of Las Vegas, um, called Boxable mm-hmm. and Boxable has got a really cool concept. You know, what they do is it's basically like, um, an assembly line for, you know, yeah. cars, like yeah. car manufacturers, but they're manufacturing modern, really cool homes. Yeah. So, like, with with that style, like, what does that look like for you as a realtor to, like, move those homes yeah. and, you know, still make, you know, your percentage as yeah. a realtor yeah. and place people with those homes? Like, I don't understand completely how that business model works yet, if it's just, you know, straight to the manufacturer, so... Just curious what your thoughts are on pumping houses out like crazy yeah. and having them delivered on like the back of a semi-truck. You yeah, know?
1: yeah. I, I I think it's I think it's super cool, right? I mean, it's a few different things go into it. I mean, it's not new, though, as far as this concept. You think about it, like Sears Magazine had a house that you could go pick it out, and they would deliver it to your house, and then you called your friends, and you assembled and built the house. We have those in, in Orlando. We have those over on the coast. Um, so I think this is something that – is being revisited, has been for the last several years. And I think what they're finding out is they can take and they can build the parts, the doors, the floors, joists, everything they need in a controlled environment, right? So if you're somewhere in Michigan, you're shut down. You're, you're maybe not working outside building a house for three months, four months out of the year. Well, in this controlled environment, you can make all the pieces you need. So you're reducing your labor, you're reducing cost, you're reducing carbon footprint. Uh, there's all kinds of good features that go into this. What I think is going to be interesting is I think the lending side will need to figure out how to make this happen, right? So how do you finance this, right? And then do you buy the piece of land and have this shipped here? Is it a package deal? And I don't know that lending is caught up on that side yet. So that'll be interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will. I mean, I just kind of wonder, you know, like what's included? You know, you get, you get a home that is shipped wherever you want the home to be, yeah. and it literally folds out like origami you know yeah. uh, manufactured homes have been around forever yeah but you know this this new modern style of it is really interesting like does it come with like you know an ikea package you know <laughs> to where right. like it's furnished like, i hope not does um uh, <laughs> so, like i know i guess updating homes too if it is an older home um uh, You know, there's a lot of these smart home technologies, you know, that connect everything, um, you know, and some of them like, you know, what would be considered like a boxable would be, Uh you know, just turnkey, you know, it comes brand new, you fold it out and you've got everything all integrated. It's all smart home, um, you know, smartphone style operated so what does that look like for people that are moving into a home that was built in like 1930 yeah and bringing that that up to date like do you see a lot of that with um you know helping your clients do that
1: i i i do so we we have vendors that we partner with um and it is it is pretty neat to take an old craftsman or a colonial style home or a bungalow and a lot of people want the technology. They want to walk in and, you know, Google, turn on the lights, or Alexa, play this song. And so I do see that quite a bit. Not mm-hmm. everybody's doing it, but there are a lot of people that are doing it. It's it's a really neat aspect of, you know, enjoying life in your home.
0: No, I love it. Like, my, my place is all Iron manned up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. It's all set to just wake me up. Everything turns on, so I have to get out of bed. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> it great. It shuts me down. It's awesome. So uh, that's really cool. So, I mean, really, you know, I'm always interested in what's next in any industry, which, Uh you know, uh, given your experience in real estate, I'm always interested in, you know, what should we look forward to next? So I guess my question very vaguely to you is, you know, what are you excited about um, based on, you know, the way... The industry is going mm-hmm. um and where do you think it's going to be five years from now ten years from now yeah like uh what crystal do you think that looks like ask me to pull out my like, crystal ball exactly okay you know? okay i mean you've got enough track record to have yeah. some projection and i know there's a lot of variables and i know that's a loaded question yeah but just curious you know what you think that's going to look like yeah i think i think it's a fair question
1: right we all want to know we all want to be able to look around that corner and see what's coming next or what the trends are, what's, you know, taking place. I will say this, being a licensed realtor, working, you know, with clients during the pandemic, that was one of the most unique times I've ever seen, you know, being in this business. And we didn't know if the economy was going to stop. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know how long this pandemic was going to go on. But what we saw in the real estate world, we saw a lot of people move to Florida from out of state. Um, those states were closed down. We were open for the most part. People want to be open and they want to be out and be able to walk their dog and go on the trails and you know live life. So we got a huge influx that came during the pandemic. Uh, we also have people that lived in apartments, right? And they were tired of being cooped up in their apartments. So they're like, you know, I've been on the fence. I'm paying three thousand a month, thirty five hundred a month for my apartment. I can buy a house with a pool for the same amount of money. I'm going to go do that. So. The reason i point back to those i think always looking at history helps you predict the future right Mm -hmm. and so i think we didn't know what was going to happen through that and we are still moving everything is still on track um i had a listing i brought on last week we had 50 showings and eight contracts on it wow so i think you know even though there's been some changes in our environment our economy uh different things going on globally i think for the most part there is a big desire that people still want to own real estate you know they still want to have their own home
0: huh interesting so um like shifting the conversation just a bit um you know we're talking about quite a bit you know first time home buyers uh-huh. um i kind of want to shift it to people that are you know kind of in that limbo stage of like i already have a home i want to sell my home but you know, I also want to get a new home. Like, yeah. how do you help them through that transition? Yeah. Um, what does that What does that typically look like? What's your process?
1: Well, you know, I can tell you
0: for a lot of people, when
1: I initially meet with them, it's a it's overwhelming process, right? So first of all, you think of having to prep this home and and get a contract on this home. Then you think of having to find another home and get a contract on that home. Line up financing. There's just a lot of moving pieces on that, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people I talk to, they're they're just kind of overwhelmed by it. Uh, What I can tell you is very successfully, uh, over and over again, I've worked with several people where we come in, we get everything ready on the front side, and then we take them out, find the home or the neighborhood, the community they want to be in, and then we have a seamless transaction where they do a simultaneous closing. So they'll close on this house in the morning, they'll close on this house in the afternoon. Or some people will want to close on this house and they say, you know what? This has been a great experience, but it's also been a lot, which is a lot of work, packing and sure. moving, and doing other things. So they're like, "I'm going to Disney for three days, and I'm just going to take a little vacation. Then I'll come back and close on this one, and I'll get ready to move stuff back in."
0: So it's really just that timing factor, that that calibration, huh? Yeah, it's a
1: lot of lining things up to make lining sure they the all go together. For sure, yeah, for wow. sure. Cool,
0: man. So, um, all right. So, I guess my my next question um, would be really for just the you know, the straight-up, hardcore real estate investors. Okay. Like, how do these guys, like, heat map where they want to buy? You know, I know Uh we already talked a little bit about, you know, just certain indicators to look for. But, uh, you know, whether it's going to appreciate or depreciate. But these guys that gobble up, like, you know, it could be, you know, a single-family dwelling unit. It could be 10 of them. It could be a duplex, a quad, quadplex, you know, renting out half of the quad, you know? So like, how do you you navigate through those deals? Whenever you got like a real baller that is, you know, wanting to really go in with another pool of ballers and they pull their money together and then they just start, you know, buying the right properties? like How do you navigate them through that, that process? So normally in that process, we're gonna meet with
1: a real estate attorney, we're gonna set up a trust, we're gonna set up an LLC, we're gonna find out if they're using hard money, if they've raised their own money. Um, you know, Those are all questions we have to figure out so we know what path to go down. But then I can tell you really your hardcore investors, the guys who are you know, lifers or who have been into it, for them, a lot of it's cash flow. And so they don't even really look so much at the appreciation. That's good. They want it. We'll take it. But they look at the cash flow. And plus, they look
0: plus tax deferred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: so yeah, they're they, they have a totally different perspective than somebody who's buying a house, right? So somebody buying a house wants a roof over their head, they want to paint the wall a certain color, you know, they they want to have a nice garden in the back. An investor just wants it to spit out cash. That's pretty much what they want it to do.
0: That's perfect. Well, Fitz, I <laughs> as love any good it. investment, and I love it, and uh, that's a lot of good information, and I think it's very educational for the viewers just to really, you know, just get that simple Q&A of what the real estate yeah. world's all about, how it yeah. works, and, you know, without having to do all the online research and just trust what you're reading online. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's a huge value for you. So if, uh, you know, if somebody wants to buy a home, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the Florida area where you're licensed, what's mm-hmm. the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Uh, best way is go to my website. It is www.fitsforyou.com.
0: fitsforyou.com right there uh
1: there's some information uh articles on there that you know somebody can look through there's also other resources as far as utilities uh you know uh local planning boards different things like that that you might want to just kind of dig through and see what's going on um and then my phone number is on there as well also there's other forms on there if you want me to get in touch with you uh
0: that's the best way to do it perfect sounds great well fitz Always a pleasure, brother. Likewise. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, yeah, guys, hit up this guy. He's great, and he will steer you in the right direction. Thanks so much for viewing. We'll drop links in the uh, bottom of the video, too.